Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Saturday, April 2nd. Shabbat Shalom. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we finish up the Torah portion, Tazria, and it means, She Conceives. Leviticus 13, 57-59 And if it occurs again in the cloth, whether in warp or in woof, or in any article of skin, it is a wild growth. The affected article shall be consumed in fire. If, however, the affection disappears from the cloth, warp or woof, or from any article of skin that has been washed, it shall be washed again, and it shall be clean. Such is the procedure for eruptive affections of cloth, woolen or linen, in warp or in woof, or of any article of skin for pronouncing it clean or unclean. Luke 9, 51-10-12 And it came to pass, when the time was come, that he, Yeshua, should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face, And they went, and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him, because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, will you that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them, and said, You know not what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. 
And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Yeshua said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has not where to lay his head. And he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Yeshua said to him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. After these things the Lord appointed others seventy also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself would come. Therefore said he to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse nor scrip nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. And into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick that are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. And into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets of the same, and say, Even the very dust of your city, which cleaves on us, we do wipe off against you, notwithstanding Be sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come near to you. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Psalm 74, 1-23 O God, why have you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, the rod of your inheritance, which you have redeemed, this Mount Zion, wherein you have dwelt. Lift up your feet to the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy has done wickedly in the sanctuary. Your enemies roar in the midst of your congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. A man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. But now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They have cast fire into your sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place of your name to the ground. They said in their hearts, Let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. We see not our signs, there is no more any prophet, neither is there among us any that knows how long. 
O God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you withdraw your hand, even your right hand? Pluck it out of your bosom. For God is my King of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You did divide the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You did cleave the fountain and the flood. You dry up mighty rivers. The day is yours, night also is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy has reproached, O Lord, and that the foolish people have blasphemed your name. O deliver not the soul of your turtle dove to the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the congregation of the poor forever. Have respect unto the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. O let not the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, plead your own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproaches you daily. Forget not the voice of your enemies. The tumult of those that rise up against you increases continually. Proverbs 12:11. He that tills his land shall be satisfied with bread, but he that follows vain persons is void of understanding. I'd like to speak to you from our Torah portion today, and not just the last two verses of the chapter, but we'll take a look at the entire chapter. And this chapter deals with leprosy. I'm going to read the comment from the Israel Bible for chapter 13 of Leviticus, verse 59. And that verse reads, Such is the procedure for eruptive affections of cloth, woolen, or linen, in warp or in woof, or of any article of skin for pronouncing it clean or unclean. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. This chapter deals with the spiritual disease known as zarat similar in presentation to leprosy, and the subsequent process of purification from this ailment. Zarat is understood to be a punishment for a number of sins, most famously the sin of Lashon Hara, or slander. Zarat could appear on a person's skin, clothing, or home. Ramban emphasizes that it is absolutely supernatural for inanimate objects to display signs of illness. Although Lashon Hara is a sin not restricted to the land of Israel, the miraculous spiritual illness of Zerat could occur only in the land where God's presence is manifest so clearly. This demonstrates that the spiritual stakes are higher for those who live in the Holy Land. We must always remember that one is held more accountable, and one's actions have greater significance in Eretz Israel. Now I want to just give you an example of how Lashom Hara, evil speech, slander, gossip, is connected to 
this skin disease called leprosy. Let's take a look in Numbers chapter 14, no, chapter 12. And we'll start in verse 1. While they were at Hazaroth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Cushite woman. So there's their sin. There's their Lashom Hurrah right there. They're speaking against the leader, Moses, the God-ordained leader. Verse 2, they said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us also? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. So immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, and said, Go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. So the three of them went to the tabernacle. And then the Lord descended in the pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. Aaron and Miriam, he called, and they stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, Now listen to what I say. If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. I would speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses. Of all my house, he is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the Lord as he is. So why were you not afraid to criticize my servant Moses? The Lord was very angry with them, and he departed. As the cloud moved from the tabernacle, there stood Miriam, her skin as white as snow from leprosy. When Aaron saw what had happened to her, he cried out to Moses, O my master, please don't punish us for this sin we have so foolishly committed. Don't let her be like a stillborn baby, already decayed at birth. So Moses cried out to the Lord, O God, I beg you, please heal her. But the Lord said to Moses, If her father had done nothing more than spit in her face, wouldn't she be defiled for seven days? So keep her outside the camp for seven days, and after that she may be accepted back. Okay, so when you think about it, someone who is doing evil speech, unclean speech, uh, gossiping, slandering, saying evil things about a co-worker or about an ex-spouse or about a family member. They're spreading evil seeds, bitter roots that are defiling many people. And so the punishment has to fit the crime. And so her being set outside the camp for seven days stops the evil speech from spreading throughout the camp. The murmuring, the complaining, the grumbling, the rebelling against the camp leadership. She's in isolation. She's not able to spread her evil speech any further. And so the punishment does fit the crime. Coming back now to Leviticus chapter 13, let's look at verse 45. As for the person with the leprous affection, his clothes shall be rent, his head shall be left bare, and he shall cover over his upper lip, and he shall call out, Unclean, unclean. That's basically getting to the root of the matter, covering his upper lip and saying, Unclean, unclean. In other words, his words have been unclean. And now he has leprosy. And so this is a really powerful principle that we can apply. 
that we do not want our words to be unclean. We do not want to speak unkind words, mean words, words of accusation and judgment, even if those words might be true. We don't want to speak them because it harms others. It's like poison. It's like a snake spitting out venom. We are to walk in forgiveness. We are not to shout from the rooftop other people's sins, exposing them. In Proverbs, it says, Love covers a multitude of sins. And I think about Noah when he had a weak moment and he was in his tent and he got drunk and he laid in his tent butt naked. And Ham came in and saw him and he announced it to his brothers. He shouted it from the rooftops. Hey, dad's drunk and he's laying naked in his tent. And the two other brothers, Shem and Japheth, they wouldn't look at their father's nakedness. They backed into the tent backwards and they covered him with a blanket. Love covers a multitude of sin. And we need to be so careful to guard our words and to guard what comes out of our mouth. And so this is a powerful principle. Miriam had to learn the lesson the hard way. And she was set outside the camp for seven days. And so there may be someone in your life who drives you crazy and who who has a lot of weaknesses in their character and who makes a lot of mistakes and who just screws up a lot. And maybe they they say unkind words to you a lot. They throw flaming arrows at you. And the temptation is to throw flaming arrows right back. The temptation is to call up a friend and, and just unload and say all the things bad and wrong about this person. But yet... A better plan would be to unload your burden to the Lord in prayer and not take it to another person and ask Him to give you grace and mercy and forgiveness for that person. We are not to do Lashom Hurrah. It's as though we are verbally murdering and stabbing in the back another person when we do that. It's a very serious sin. So that's our takeaway from Leviticus chapter 13 with all of the protocols that are associated with dealing with uh, skin affections or leprosy. Have a blessed day and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Vish Mareka Yeah Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Eleka Vayaseh Leka 
The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.